Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to The Cypher. The Cypher! Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to The Cypher. Yo, we got Ali Aziz, Joseph Lee, and Palmathan. You know, it's the 2021, the whole new year. Yo, how, y- how y'all feeling? How are you guys feeling? Not bad, man. Not bad, not bad. You know, new year, new me, new season. So happy you New always, Year's, everybody. You always say that, man. You, 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 you always say that. Too. Hey, you but, I mean, hey, too. we're topping every year. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, like, I like that. Yeah, I like well, that. Last, last time you started that off, we were still we were still in the studio by then. Yeah, big difference, Ooh, big yeah. difference. Big difference, but, yeah. you know, we're bringing the same energy, you know. And this time, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try working on my um, guest intro a bit more, you know. So that you don't have to <laughs> have to get them to introduce themselves that much, but I've known this guy for a really long time. I haven't. I don't. I don't remember how long it's been, but it's been it's been long enough. Long enough. We got mm. Mr. Pascal. Uh, hopefully, 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 I said the last name right. I didn't know. Right? It's close enough. We can close take enough. it. Hey. We can work with it. Yo, we got Pascal Dithna here in the podcast, the cipher today to, for our first episode of 2021. How y'all feeling? How you hey. feeling, Pascal? I'm good, man. Um, I'm really glad to be here. Thanks for having me, boys. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, yeah, bro. I have no idea what's about to go on, but um, <laughs> sometimes it's better that way, you know. Let's yeah, just catch for real. For real. Yeah, and just to start it off, like, where where are you right now? So I'm in what I consider to be the least cool city in the GTA. <laughs> oh, I think I know where this is. Um, what is this? <laughs> just, just me saying what that alone this? should be enough. But um, <laughs> yes, if for some reason you did not guess, I am in Brampton. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yo. Um, yeah. So that's where I've, I've been here since like May. Like after I moved back um, from Hamilton, because I go to McMaster. So mm. um, after I moved back from Hamilton, I've been here ever since. And um, it has been, um, you know, it's about as a, <laughs> it's about as interesting as living in Brampton can be. I can say that much. Yeah, true. Yeah, sure. true. So, yeah. so to- Ollie's in Brampton too, man. Ollie's yeah, in man. Brampton too. I'm in Brampton right now, you know. Yeah, not not much really going on right now. Yeah. So, yeah, to, so to paint a little picture for everybody that's listening, um, tell us who you are. You know, you told us where you're from. You know, what school you go to. Tell tell them everything about you, man. Um. Okay. So. Um. I. Okay. I don't. Sometimes I don't even know where to start with these. Um. Okay. So <laughs> primarily, I'm a musician. Um. I love to play guitar. That's really like my thing. Um. I play keys. Uh, bass, a little bit of drums, trumpet. Uh, played a little bit of cello in high school. Um, so music is like, Ooh. like, and I and I grew up like, like obsessed with music. So music has always been a really big part of my life. Um, aside from that, um, I like to write a lot. I enjoy writing way more than I enjoy reading, which is ironic because it's hard to get inspiration when you don't read other people's work. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. hey, yeah, um, I love writing. Uh, I'm a little bit of a philosophy nerd just a little bit um but it's not like Rene Descartes like Nietzsche God is dead like I don't think about like yeah. philosophy in such like a hard graphic explicit way like I just like thinking about thinking sometimes and um I don't know I I tend to approach things 
a little bit differently than most people do. Uh, at least that's what my friends mm-hmm. tell me. So, um, yeah. Um, let's see. What else can I throw in here? Who are some of your favorite philosophers? Yeah. <sighs> um, okay. My number one favorite philosopher is David Hume. Oh, yeah. um, I saw he, which is kind of ironic because I'm a Christian and I'm pretty sure he was atheist, but <laughs> he wrote this piece called the standard of taste. And mm. I read the standard. Of, I only had to read it once. And I think by the time that semester was over, I think I read it at like four or five times because mm. um, so basically he talks about how, like in order to become an expert at something, the only way to go about it is to just do that thing over and over and over again. And there's always a select number of people that, will try to behave as if they're experts but they will never be experts right like painting a picture of a horse like will never teach you about the anatomy of a horse right like you have to go to school and study anatomy of horses i don't know if that's a thing that people do but (laughs) hypothetically speaking that's i mean probably right i mean mean, that's what you would have to do in order to become an expert on horses? I don't know. I chose the weirdest <laughs> example for some reason. But um, I think that's what he used in the standard of taste. But it's a really good um, piece about really just being the best at something that anyone can be. And it's weird because, like, that's not even what it's about. But as I was reading it, I was like, yeah, this is, like, this is how I'm taking this in, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm reading this piece and all I'm thinking about is, like, how what all i'm doing is thinking about what i have to do in order to become the best at whatever i'm trying to be the best at that's yeah that's really all it is it's mm. probably along the lines of like practicing whatever it is and becoming perfect it is to it. yeah yeah and yeah. i think he like he chose the perfect name for the journal like the standard of taste like it's just so and good it, because like he goes on to talk about how there are certain things that people who aren't experts will always think is good but the higher up you move into that field of experts the more you realize that that thing that you thought was good yeah. actually isn't that good, right? Mm-hmm. Is, is it just because is it just because you learn more about it and you sort of start to pick up more details? Literally, into that's it? yeah, that's exactly yeah. what it is. Like, yeah. um, the most modern example I can think of right now is probably like wine tasting. Like a lot mm-hmm. of people, like when they start wine tasting, like they think every wine is a good wine unless they just don't like the wine, right? True. And then once you get into like really being like an expert wine taster like once you get into like the art of being a sommelier that's what a wine taster is called you like you yeah this wine has a really oaky aftertaste and if you said that to a rookie they'd be like yo what the hell are you talking about (laughs) how are you tasting oak in wine like this is grapes Mm. but like yeah it really just like he just spent so much time talking about like being able to refine a craft and going over this thing over and over and over and over again until you're literally the best yeah. and no one can tell you that you're wrong basically mm-hmm. yeah i was i was actually thinking about like that idea just say a couple of days ago it's weird that you bring it up just because um i know we're in like lockdown and stuff and i'm just like okay maybe i should pick up a skill and just practice it this whole lockdown and i don't know maybe i'll get better at it and it'll lead me somewhere so it's 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 weird that you it, bring up it that is, it is pretty idea. weird and that's actually a really common thought that people tend to have because it's like mm-hmm. i'm gonna have all this free time now right yeah. And that's why yeah. that's why man's are on Instagram doing push-ups and sit-ups back in like yeah. May and June and tagging like as many people yeah, yeah. as they could fit, right? Because mm. it's like that died off now. That died off quickly. Yeah. Quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. But like that that's a that's just a problem with like human behavior in general. Like it's just hard mm. for us yeah. to right? so, sure. 
it's, I mean, it's usually just with whatever's trending at the time. We had IG, what was the IG like live, and then yeah. not a lot of people. So many people. Do you guys remember? Do you guys remember? Like this is like peak quarantine in March. People were posting like um, it was like a thirty day challenge of like their favorite music. Like one day yeah. was like oh, yeah. their ass that. this and that. that died off too. Yeah. So. I forgot it's just about trends. that. It's just trends. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's really just trends, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy how many it's, things uh, happen over that quarantine time, you know? And like going back to what you were yeah. saying about like repeating over and over what you've learned and stuff. For for as long as I've known you, you've always been a guitarist. How, how long have you been uh playing guitar for? Okay. Yeah. Y'all can hear me, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um. So I got my first guitar when I was nine. Jeez. So True. um. Yeah, I got it when I was nine, and that was after like a year of like begging my parents to the point where they just didn't want to listen to me talk anymore. <laughs> right. I was like, I want a guitar. They were like, You're not gonna play. It. I want a guitar. You're not gonna play. It. I want a guitar. So eventually, Christmas came. They shut me up when they got me a guitar. Um. <laughs> And as soon as I got it, I asked for lessons and they were like, yeah, let's slow down just a little bit. Yeah. I don't really know about all that. Um, so I was like, okay, you know what? Fine. So I spent the next like 18 months on YouTube teaching myself like songs and chords and scales. Hmm. And one day my mom came into my room and she was like, what, what, are you, what are you doing? And I was like, well, you won't get me a teacher. So I need to learn somehow. And like hmm. the next month, like, I had my first guitar lesson mm. and then the rest is pretty much history as they say i don't know um i took lessons for five years did some classical training um and i've been self-taught ever since like i was 16 and that's really when i started to see the most growth because it was like okay now i know all that i need to know now mm. i can learn the stuff that i want to learn yeah, and that's when my, my so where did that first where did that first inspiration come from to pick up the guitar when you're nine years old? And honestly, like b- before, like I let you, I let you go on, like even the fact of you like, you know, wanting you know having that desire to teach yourself and do things because you know your parents maybe want to support you. That's like honestly, I gotta I gotta give huge credits because you know not many people can do that, especially when you're only nine years old too. Right? Years old, yeah. Thank you, man. Um, so my inspiration or i guess my desire to start playing guitar came from a few places um first um school of rock one of my favorite movies i love that movie for some reason i don't know why i know almost every line in that movie when it's playing um so i was like yeah i kind of want to play guitar like this is like they make it look fun so I'm like let me do it um that's one two i played a lot of guitar hero growing up <laughs> and like nice. um i was like insanely good at it considering like I didn't spend like I didn't own a Wii I didn't own like a PlayStation 3 or anything or like like I did not own the game until I bought a DS in like 2008 Mm. right but like I would go over to my friend's houses and they were like oh you should play on beginner mode and I was like nah (laughs) hell no bro I was like nah give me hard mode crank it all the way and (laughs) literally I'm playing songs on hard mode and I'm doing better than they're doing and they own the game Mm. and they're like wait what, what's going on here like how are you good at this game and i'm like honestly like i don't know like i don't understand it either <laughs> um so that's two um three i grew like growing up in church everyone plays piano or everyone plays drums or everyone plays bass <laughs> and um me like trying to find a space in these bands 
like I figured I would learn one of these instruments. So I learned mm. piano first, but like the way, okay. The way my life was growing up, like in me being like Nigerian, right. Age is everything. Like mm. Ali probably knows what I'm talking about, but like <laughs> age is so highly revered. So mm. like for a seven, eight year old to like take like a 45 year old dude's spot playing on a Sunday morning for church service, it's never going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't yeah. matter if that kid is like Mozart himself. It's mm. not happening. Right. Yeah. So I was like, well, I need to find something to do because I'm not trying to sit with my parents and just chill in church. Like I'm actually trying to play. So I was like, okay, no one plays guitar. So I'll just learn how to play guitar. Um, that was three. Number four. Um, I think it was the summer going into grade four. Yeah, I want to say, yeah, it was the summer of 2009, 2008, 2009. I don't know. Can't remember. Um, but there was this kid in camp. I remember so clearly. His name was Mateo. And he brought his guitar to camp. And this guy got all the shorties. <laughs> <laughs> this guy literally stole everybody's attention for like, he brought it for like a week straight and like for a week straight, all anyone did was talk about him mm, and his guitar. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's something. Yeah. I think yeah. I want to maybe there's something there. So maybe yeah. there's something there. Yeah. So like yeah. the entire year of like 2009 and a little bit of 2008, like was just all of these experiences, just like pulling themselves together up until Christmas when I actually got it. So mm-hmm. Yeah. It was, it's a it's a lot of a lot of influences a lot of reasons mm. a lot of reasons yeah, I started. yeah 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 and like from from that um moment on you continue to build yourself on through the different gigs that you got the church especially you know like <clears throat> were there every moment that you had where you second guessed or second or questioned yourself about the career or just like your passion about instruments and stuff um yes and no i'm really quick to say no because it's kind of just like i'm always going to be doing this like this will always be a part of my life Mm. but where some of the doubt did come in was like what capacity like is this going to just be a hobby Mm. for me like am i ever going to get paid to do this stuff like Mm -hmm. for a while like i wasn't sure i figured i need so much money to start anyways like i need to buy like actual equipment i need to be able to record and like Mm -hmm. I'm 14. Like I don't have the money for that stuff. How am I going to make the money for that stuff? Right. Um, But I always knew like I was going, like music was going to be a part of my life. Like I always knew that. Mm -hmm. Um, Eventually I kind of just decided like, yo, enough is enough. I'm kind of tired of being broke. And I just like worked a a really, it wasn't a bad job. I actually enjoyed the job, but like I worked after school, Mm -hmm. part-time job, you know, made money so I could buy a better guitar, so I could buy gear, so I could buy recording equipment. And, um, yeah, that has been like the last three or four years of my life. And it's been pretty interesting. It's pretty much all uphill for, from here for me, at least mm. in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's yeah. good though. Like just taking that, um, uh, that interest from as a kid and actually putting it into your life all the way till now. And I like the idea of, uh, I don't know, like working, you said it's not a bad job, but it wasn't a bad job, but like working some sort of different job to sort of fund your actual interests and, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people yeah, are man. sort of learning that now it's like you don't have to stay in your 
whatever job you know work yeah. and get your money and put it towards your and like put it towards <laughs> the thing you actually want to do yeah it's something that yeah. um people don't really talk about a lot they figure like mm. oh i only have like like this is the only thing i want to do so this is the only thing yeah. i can do to get to the place i want to get to and like that's mm. never like that's not true like mm. yeah. life is like the furthest thing from linear that you can ever like <laughs> yeah. imagine For real. like you have a start For point sure. and you have an end point but like everything in between is like almost completely arbitrary right mm. so um just keep like this was something that i understood like pretty early on and i like i thank mm. my lucky stars for that like i'm so grateful to god for that mm. um so like i was like yeah let me just like make enough money like it doesn't really matter how i do it like i can shovel driveways mm. like i can like rake leaves. like it doesn't matter like what you do to get to the point you're trying to get to yeah as long as it's not illegal and you get to the point, right? Yeah, like that's yeah. really all it is yeah, at yeah. the end of the day. It's it's just about knowing yourself as quickly as you can. Self awareness yeah. is a Once, huge self awareness, yeah, huge yeah. key, huge key, and it's a key that a lot of people nowadays actually don't have. Like everyone mm. is mm. busy trying to be something that they're not because all they see are perceptions of what they think everyone needs to be, right? Yeah, like you'll see like one successful entrepreneur, and I was like, oh, I need to be an entrepreneur. Like, yeah. that's not, for, like, it's not for everybody. Like, yeah, yeah. not everyone wave, needs to be yeah. a rapper. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. don't, actually, don't need sure. to be a rapper. Like, mm-hmm. it's not my yeah, voice, yeah. right? The wave of entrepreneurship, actually, I feel like it just sort of inclined a lot. And it's just because of Instagram, you see these, like, entrepreneurs. I'm using air quotes, <laughs> but because they're not really entrepreneurs. They're just people who are showing you a false image. Yeah, and that's and, something that, that a lot of people need to be careful of, and they aren't careful yeah. of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um yeah i just man yeah self-awareness is really key like it's it's big it's stuff like that that i spend a lot of time thinking about and yeah you know a lot of people don't so i typically don't have people to talk to about it but um yeah yeah and like going into self-awareness like i feel like especially during over quarantine i feel like people had a lot more time to like slow things down you know like actually think about what they're doing (laughs) because outside of that we, we've just been on the go repeatedly one day after the other definitely just, you know and i definitely. feel like just a question for you and everyone else like what's one thing that what's the biggest thing that you took away from 2020 last year am i going first am i going last how's this working go go for it yeah, yeah. yeah. let's go first. Going first. Yeah. um the biggest thing i took away from 2020 um let's see um Wow, this this is a there's there's it's funny because there are actually there's so many a lot of there's there are yeah. actually so many things like it's hard for me to pick one. Um, one of the okay, one of the biggest things I took away from twenty twenty. Um, honestly, I like I learned so much more about who I was as a person. Like, mm. I realized that like I'm such a people pleaser, and like that mm. needs to stop. Yeah, because. Yeah eventually you're going to like, you're going to bend over backwards to try and keep the people in your life happy. And you're not going to need to bend over as much as you bend over. Right. Mm -hmm. And the only problem is when you get, when you bend over, you get piped. Right. Um, (laughs) I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying to keep it clean. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. That's where I saw it going. (laughs) Because it's natural. Right. Um, So yeah, I, I, I found myself bending over backwards, bending over this way, yada, 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 pause. Um, (laughs) 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 but um but um yeah like i i found myself doing things for people that like 
I did not want to do like things that were completely outside, like my own personal moral code. Hmm. And all of a sudden one day, like everything hit the fan and everything just came crashing down. And I was like, Oh my God, how did this get to this point? Oh my God, I am a terrible <laughs> yeah. person. I hate my life. Oh, yada, 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 yada. And then I kind of just took a step back and I stopped and I analyzed the entire situation. And I was like, yeah, like, as like, there was so much less I could have done that would have prevented me from being in the position that I am, I'm in now. Right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a lot of that goes back to the whole self-awareness thing that we were talking about before. Like some people just lack the self-awareness to just take a step back from their situation and actually look at what's going on. Right. Mm. Um, so I would say like one of the biggest, I guess, gifts of 2020 was the fact that like I was able to actually step back and analyze my character and, you know, growth is, is never linear. Like I said before, like yeah, everything yeah. happens in stages. Right. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. Um, I was a huge people pleaser. And now um, one of my favorite words is no. <laughs> I love the word no. Facts. Um, it's great. It's a beautiful word. It's a. It gives me a lot of freedom. You know, a lot of. It gives me a lot of me time, and I need me mm-hmm. time sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, you gotta learn to say no too, right? You, know? you have to learn to say no, and that was something like I was never doing. Like mm-hmm. I like I'd never say no to anybody. Like for yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Like, and it just it got to a point where it was becoming harmful to me, but I was ignoring it. Mm-hmm. And then you know everything hit the fan and I was like, wow, this room is really dirty. (laughs) (laughs) And I had to clean everything up by myself. Right. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, if I had just said no more times, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't Mm -hmm. have found myself in this position. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, yeah. Yeah. That has been my New Year's resolution since like August. Just say no more. (laughs) You have to say no, say no. Say no. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Um, one thing I learned from 2020, I think I learned that I, I feel like I, I think I learned how to focus myself in the right areas. Cause like I feel like over 2019 and beginning of university and stuff, I feel like I've been always trying to do too much at the same time and not enough on one area. And Sometimes that cost me in the, in terms of quality or in terms of getting things done at the right time, and that's and I, I feel like that's my own thought of like maybe I'm not doing enough. Maybe I need to catch up with what with, with, with what everyone else is doing. You know, this person is on this show right now, and this this person is on like a, a music set for Drake or whatever. You know, and like. Mm-hmm. Especially being in like media production and seeing what everyone else is doing outside of school, it kind of pushes you in a good way and a bad way of like always competing with what they're doing, you know. Like, I gotta start this podcast, you know, I gotta, gotta, gotta do like background acting or whatever. And like, especially with quarantine and stuff, I feel like I felt and obviously not having as many things to do, it's like. Just focus on one thing that you need to do and mm-hmm. the rest will come after, you know, like work on scripts and stuff and other things that will not necessarily come as soon as you're done with it, the spotlight and all that. But like, as long as you work on it, that's the same thing as Pascal said about like working on it, revising it, learning from it and yeah, eventually man. get there. You know? Comparison yeah. is the thief of joy, man. Mm. That's something that mm. a lot of people tend to forget. That was that's, that's a bar. 
I'm not even kidding you. Last night or a couple days ago, I read that online. I don't know what I was Googling, but I read comparison is a thief of joy. Thief of joy, man. Right, it is so it. true. Me yeah, man. Are... We're right here. We're right yeah. here. Yeah. Trust me, man. Um, I've like because like I've like I've done gigs in the past where we record like an album live, right? And mm. I'm, I I just have to get this story in. Um, the bass player that I played on that album with got a chance to do another album with the same producer in the states, and I was like, damn, like I must have sucked if he didn't mm. ask me to come with him. And I spent like a solid like month after i found out not practicing like i did not play like i didn't practice because i was just like mm-hmm. oh yeah i'm never going to be good as like i'm never going to be as good as some of these guys so what's mm-hmm. the point right only for that same bass player to tell me the next time that we met he was like yo you've gotten so much better and i was like wait what and he was like yeah like you sound like way better than when you sounded during the album recording and i was like oh wow that's crazy and he's like yeah man just keep going like don't compare yourself to other people and I was like, how is the person I'm comparing myself to going to tell me not yeah. to compare myself to other people, right? Yeah. It's crazy. But it's like, at the end of the day, like everyone is dealing with this, especially if like yeah. you create content or you're a musician or you're a writer or you like an athlete, if you do anything, like mm-hmm. you're probably comparing yourself to someone. And I don't know who needs to hear this, but stop. Mm-hmm. Basically, like don't yeah. do it because you're just like, you're pulling yourself down. Like mm-hmm. the other I person think, you're yeah. comparing yourself to, like they don't know anything about it, right? True. Just not. I think it's just the just the field we're all in. Like it's a creative field, and we we're seeing people do like such crazy stuff, and we're like, oh, like I want I want to do that too. But um, in my business of business of art class, um, my professor was telling me about um, how you should like listen to those feelings as well. Like, sure, comparison is bad, but like f- like listen to where you're getting like jealous or envious from, because that's like t- sort of telling you maybe that's something you should sort of practice as well. Don't take it in a bad way, but take it as something like you want to do that as well and i don't know maybe put some a bit of time into it and just sort of like uplift yourself right and yeah for sure that's great give it, that's give it really a balance perspective. Yeah, yeah that's great balance right there that's great yeah, yeah. and joe or paul what would you want from 2020 okay um one of my biggest life lessons i learned in 2020 was to surround yourself with good, good quality people, because over the past, I'm 20 now, over the past, I would say like 15 years, I've been so focused and so like attached to this whole narrative of, you know, surrounding you, like being like having more friends, like quantity over quality. That was my whole kind of like philosophy on life. And I went through a little bit of a personal problem, like a personal issue um, in, in early 2020, And I like, I had like, although I had so many friends, I didn't have that one person that I can just always go to. And, you know, like I can spill all my feelings to spill all my emotions to, I realized I have so many friends, but out of those so many friends, only one or two of them were so close. And I didn't really realize like that I should focus on more, having more quality friends as opposed to quantity Um, after dealing with that kind of, you know, um, Mm like downfall i'll say yeah. but um, i'll say my biggest lesson again is just surround yourself with good people 
because they're the person, they're the people that are going to look out for you, you know, talk to you when you really need, um, need help, always be there for you. And yeah, quality over quantity always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's real stuff. Yeah. I think I learned that on like early on, like right when I graduated say high school or something, I literally lost ev- all my friends. Like, like, mm-hmm. I don't know like what it was. Maybe it was just <laughs> different universities or what, but I just lost everyone. And you like Ollie, Joe, you guys know me. Like I'm a quiet person. If, if I'm walking somewhere, like it's, it's just me alone. There's no, there's no group or squad behind me. It's just me. And, um, definitely having quality friends um just a few friends that you can sort of talk to it's really important yeah yeah. for sure um but in terms of what i learned 2020 um i think i'm just with pascal there like self-awareness and like trying to like know yourself a bit more um i know like when we were back in school like everything was so chaotic when right when i like pull off the subway into yeah. like i don't know like dundas square like things like everything would just sort of like hit you all at once and mm-hmm. there's so much noise so much chaos and a part of me liked it just because it, it was so much energy mm. but then once like lockdown happened it's just like whoa like like all that just disappears and you're just sort of like left a bit like i isolate like what we are right now uh, isolating mm-hmm. like you're left alone and you're just like like damn like what am i actually doing like what is actually important to me you start reflecting on, on on yourself a bit more and uh 2020 definitely um it was really tough and uh i definitely said self-awareness that's that's one thing i sort of was already on the path of but this lockdown and isolation sort of i don't know sort of like drilled that into me a bit more and um yeah yeah definitely say self-awareness like i don't want to sound selfish and all but like because you know there's so many people that lost their jobs lost family members due to covid um, but you know, for, 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 for a couple of us, you know, we've, or for me, especially like I've been, you know, like I've learned so much in 2020 being in lockdown is, I feel like it was like a blessing in disguise kind of like as much mm-hmm. as like, yeah. I don't want to downplay any of the yeah, situation that happened to people, but yeah. for me, I, I learned so many things. And I'm so grateful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Gary V once, uh, like he made a post, I can't remember when, but it was like, a. What's up, Pascal? I said I love that guy. You know that too. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He made a post that said, um, "Like, don't uh, downplay the year that woke you up." And I feel like twenty twenty, like, definitely woke people up. And it was that year. Yeah, it was that. It was that year. And 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 it's funny because people were all like, "Like, oh, twenty twenty is coming. Oh, we're gonna have twenty twenty." Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. we're gonna see everything. Twenty twenty vision. Ah, oh, crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy. Dude. And then everything went to, like. Every, mm. like everything just fell apart right yeah. Yeah. and yeah. we started to see like a whole lot of things for what they really were mm. and it's like people it's like people don't realize that this is kind of what they asked for like mm. this is kind of what you had coming like you went into 2020 like expecting 2020 yeah. vision and yeah. you're coming out of 2020 like knowing way more than you did when you went into it right yeah. so it's kind of like be careful what you have wish for. Come yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> now this guy's vibing with me. Now Ali and I are right here. Yo, 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 what's up guys? This is Ali Aziz here. Yo, make sure you check out the full length podcast episode and visuals down on YouTube at Tiger Eye Productions. Peace. See you there. The Cypher.